make you want to stop. Thank God for his goodness and his grace on this. Uh, what is the 15th day of September? God bless you. Thank you for tuning in uh, this evening and, and for God's goodness, what the Lord is doing and certainly what he is going to do. I hope you live in, in expectation. And so we want to thank you for tuning in, joining us this evening. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live on a Tuesday from Cornerstone Apostolic Church. And you're inside the pages with Pastor Carl Henderson. There's no better place to be than in the word of God. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And Acts of the Holy Ghost on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Now, we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful, bold church. We believe the best way, the best way, there is no plan B. It's only plan A, and that's Alpha. That's God. He's Alpha. And so the best, uh, the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God in Jesus' name. Now, I want to ask you, are you fasting? Are you praying? Are you consecrating unto the Lord? If, if you're not, you know, you need a fast partner. I'm fasting on Tuesdays, and I want to invite you to fast with me. I work. I seek the Lord. I'm fasting. I'm consecrating unto him that, you know, for me, that's that. Well, you at work. You usually don't have a TV on. No way. So uh, no TV, uh, you know, and, and no food. But, you know, if, you, if you're in a hot position, you know, and you feel dehydrated, uh, drink some water. But don't I said water, not not seven up, not Sprite or anything like that. No. Uh, but let's consecrate, consecrate unto the Lord. You know, and, and know that I'm doing the same thing, even if you don't want, even when I don't want to, you know, there, I'm being transparent with you. There are times that you like, you know what, I think I'm not going to do that today. And you should do it. Not because you do. It's not based upon your feelings. It's about doing what's right. And you never know because some things come by fasting and prayer. And so it is needed. And so I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. And then uh, before we go into the word of God, uh, I have something I want you to hear. But uh the Bible tells us over in Romans, in Romans, the 12th chapter, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, whatever God asks us to do is doable. It's doable. It's doable. It can be done. And he asked you to do it. So that means you can do it. Romans six chapter, uh, beginning at the first through seven verse said, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized unto Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him, buried by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also shall walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, and henceforth we should not serve sin. We should not serve sin for who that is dead is free from sin. And so with that, uh, with that being said, 
going to uh, play something for you, and then we're going to go into the Word of God in the book of Ezekiel, the 28th chapter. But uh, uh, until then, until that, uh, this has played through. Listen in.
the sentiment of all of our hearts. I'm calling Jesus. I need you in my life. Amen. Certainly we thank and praise God for that particular selection for this evening. And we're going into the book of Ezekiel, the 28th chapter. And so uh, listen, it's time to get in your car. Let's stay in the car. Close the door, fasten your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, beginning uh, at verse one through seven. I pray that you have had a blessed day. And if you haven't, that you will have a blessed evening. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, things happen. There are days that you just have a bad hair day and, the, and, and a day could be several days. So um, it, it happens. It doesn't matter who you are. I, I'm, it, it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't care how anointed you think you are or, or not. You know, uh, things, situations occur in our lives that uh, we are calling upon the Lord and we're saying the same thing. Lord, please don't pass me by. I need you, Jesus. Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, verse one through seven, it says the word of the Lord came again unto me, saying, son of man, say unto the prince of Tyrus, thus saith the Lord God, because thy heart, because your heart is lifted up. And thou hast said, I am a God. I said in the seat of God, in the midst of the seas, yet thou art a man and not God. Though thou set thine heart as the heart of God, behold, thou art wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that can, uh, can hide from thee. With thy wisdom and with thy understanding, thou hast gotten the riches and hast gotten gold and silver into uh, into thy treasures. But thy great wisdom and by thy traffic hast thou increased thy riches and thy heart is lifted up because of thy riches. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because thou hast set thy heart as the heart of God, behold, therefore I will bring strangers upon thee, the terrible, the terrible of the nations, and they shall draw their sword against the beauty of thy wisdom, and they shall defile thy brightness. Now, if you've been listening, uh, following along with us, uh, uh, you understand that Tyrus is a very large and prestigious coastal community, and they had it going on. Uh, people were impressed to be associated with Tyrus. You know, they were dropping names. Oh, yeah, I'm going to Tyrus. What are you doing this weekend? I'm going to Tyrus. Oh, 
yeah, you know, like uh, uh, Bruno Mars sing a song and and in his song he says, uh, I got a condo in Manhattan, baby girl, and, and what's happening and invites her on and tell her to get it popping and clapping and, you know, and lobster tails for dinner and scrappy and, you know, I've got what you want and all of that. You can take my wallet if you want. Why? Because of tires because of the mindset, you know, and, and I just use that for illustration of the mindset of the people uh, that they had. If they said they were going to Tyrus, they were going someplace, they was doing something, you know, and we'll talk, we'll get into the gold and strawberry champagne later, but right now, I need you to understand this. The word of the Lord came unto me. It came unto, unto Ezekiel, saying, son of man, say unto the prince of Tyrus, thus said the Lord God, because thy heart is lifted up, and thou hast said, I am a God. I sit in the seat of God, in the midst of the seas, yet thou art a man and not God. Thou hast set thy heart as the heart of God. Now, I want you to look, there's four things that are mentioned here, and you may have already uh, captured that in your, your mental, uh, but your heart is lifted up. That's a, a red flag. You, If you're talking to someone and their heart is lifted up, you know, you might want to step back a few feet from them. You know, we, we look at the politics, the, the political office, the administration, and not just locally, but worldwide. There are a lot that are very arrogant. Their heart is lifted up. They make statements saying that they've done more for people than Jesus Christ. They make statements of how they are better than, than God himself, how they're better and done more than uh, for Listen, you understand what I'm saying. Their heart is lifted up. And the, four, the second thing, I declare, you declare that you are a God. Have no right to do that. Uh, Moses, God made Moses as a God unto the people, but uh, not, the, uh, not this, not Tyrus. This is a different story. And so uh, the third thing is he said, I am exalted. I'm exalted. And so, uh, in other words, I've got the power. But not only did he have the power, but he also got the, uh, the, 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 the other stuff that went along with it, because there was some other, uh, some hectic stuff that came along with him claiming that he had power. And he had a level of power. Why? It came with the prestige. It came with the money. And he declared that I'm in a prestigious position. I'm in a position of power. I'm in a position of authority. I'm in a position that I can do what I want to do. You know, who's going to stop me? Who's going to stop me? But the Bible tells us over in Proverbs, the 16th chapter, again, at the 17th through the 19th verse, it said, the highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better it is to be of an humble spirit with the lowly than to, defy, than to divide the spoil with the proud. And so there are many that are proud and they, they said, you know, one of the things we're dealing with this pandemic, we're dealing with the stay at home rules and all of the guidelines that have, you know, but there has been talk also, uh, not just recently, but early in the year about how um, we're messing out on money. Now we're, now we're concerned with the fact that the community and people are messing out their jobs, 
jobs are impacted, income, families are impacted, it's a strain on people, but that is not in the heart, absolutely in the heart of the uh, investors. The investors want to see the investment rise. And so there was a statement that was made uh, that, you know, those that will survive will survive and those that won't, won't. Now, those were not the exact words, but that was the meaning behind it. And, and so rather than being humble in spirit and lowly, and uh, uh, they're dividing the spoil based upon the wicked devices that man has brought to pass. But no one is, is speaking and walking in humility enough to say, God, we've messed up. That's what we need to say, God, we've messed up. And allow the Lord to have mercy on us instead of blaming the blame on other continents, other countries, and other people. And so, look, uh, the highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. Because it is to be in, of a humble spirit with the lowly, then to, it's better than to divide the spoil with the proud. Now, we all need to be humble. Staying humble means to know exactly your place. I know my place, you know your place, you know, and I'm not talking about, uh, I'm not talking about uh, titles. I'm not talking about position. Because listen, if you, the Bible said he's going to be the greater among you should be the servant. So anyone that thinks themselves great should be the servants. And all pastors are servants. Uh, we're all here to serve uh, the people of God and to make sure that their needs are met. And so we should do, uh, we should know exactly our place as an individual. Uh, when we're at home, we should know our place. We should know our place as a husband. We should know our place as a wife. We should know our place as sons and daughters. We should know our place. And that's very important because maybe we don't really teach that. Uh, we don't teach that enough. And so therefore we have people that feel that, that they reach a certain age, uh, that that means that they're grown. They don't realize that that, that word grown means responsibility. They don't realize that until later. And so when we learn our place and we teach it, we teach that to our children, how to be, how to stand in place, they will prosper and be in, uh, and, and earn the favor of God as well. Now, nothing more, nothing less. It takes a lifetime to learn to do you. We, we should not be trying to do anyone else. We should do ourselves and learn our place and what we need to do and what the will of God is in our life. And to feel that sense of humility by suppressing our ego, because all of us have an ego, you know, let go of my ego, no, let go of your ego. And sincerely talking, uh, taking somebody or something as is, in other words, we're not judgmental. It's danger to be judgmental. Now, I understand that elders, uh, pastors are judges, and yes, they are. The judgment begins in the house of God, and but it doesn't mean that we are to be judgmental, brutal. When I talk about judgment, I'm talking about being brutal, being dogmatic on people, and that's uh, that's not what God has called us to do. Instead of being humble and sitting down, Tyrus joined the celebration of Israel's chastisement. Matter of fact, they didn't just join the celebration of Israel's chastisement. They were very arrogant. Um, and it brought them into and brought them into a place of chastisement because they clapped their hands. They laughed at Israel and they even said, look, your gates is torn down. We're going to go in and we're going to profit from from the destruction 
that Israel is suffering. We're going to prosper from that. You should never look at what someone else is going through and think to prosper off of it. Never. But we should all be humble. Remember, stay humble. Uh, you know, uh, be humble. Sit down. And so uh, you have to understand God is particular about who, what, and how his people are treated. Everyone is not allowed to just do or say anything to those that are called by his name. Now, if you're dealing with a situation, and when I say a situation, I'm talking about an unprovoked attack. See, there are provoked attacks. Yeah, we do things that provoke attacks. Uh, uh, let's be honest. And, mm -hmm, and there are things that we uh, may not have done that attack came. Now, if you are dealing with an unprovoked attack, I want you to understand all things, the good, the bad, and the ugly, works together for your good and you will come out on top but if you are dealing with a provoked attack a situation that you triggered then we have to take it patiently i've had to take some things patiently and i'm sure that there have been some things in your life that you may happen if you live a little longer and you provoke something to happen you're going to have to deal with it with patience but know that God loves you and it will work to your good. You may, you may not like it, but eventually it will work to your good. You know, one day you'll look back after you have cried a little and after you have dealt with the situation and you'll be able to laugh at some things and, and laugh at yourself. It's good to laugh at yourself. It's good to laugh at yourself and the silly things that you've done, especially if it didn't cause any type of death you know, our serious injury to another person. Now, slander, the action or crime of making a false statement, a spoken statement that's damaging to a person's reputation is not cool. And, you know, you saw someone do something and yes, it was wrong. It was sinful. It was offensive to, to both God and man. Your responsibility is first and foremost is to be in the right character. I need you to, to mentally note this, write this down or whatever, uh, but you need to be in the right character. Too many are trying to approach people and they're not in the right character. You need to have a spirit of meekness. You need to consider yourself, consider your position. You know, remember we we're talking about, uh, about yourself, getting to know yourself and that takes time. And so you need to consider yourself before you approach a person. Matter of fact, some people should not be approached by, uh, by, individuals because they don't know how to approach them. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to talk about this thing, uh, you know, but uh, consider oneself. Anytime you're approaching someone, you have to consider yourself and there should be a willingness to help. Now, if you're missing any one of those legs, I just named four things. And so if you're missing any one of those things, don't bother to pull your chair up to the table because it's not going to work. You're going to fall over. You can't sit at the table of without the four legs holding that chair up. The Bible tells us in Galatians, Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse one through three, it says, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, least thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Let's not walk around deceiving ourselves. You know, it's easily done. And, and we've done it before where we thought we were doing something. We thought we were something. Even maybe we even thought we didn't need the Lord. 
You know, uh, there are people that are saved. There are people that are not saved that, that don't feel they need the Lord. They, they make excuses. Uh, you know what? I don't need him tonight. And that's what causes us to do things and miss out on our faithfulness because we feel that we can make those excuses. Now, I'm not talking about being sick. I'm not talking about where conditions are such that you cannot be or do whatever uh, you're supposed to do. But I'm talking about those that deceive themselves and saying it's all right. Whether saint or sinner, none of us is anything without God. Now, Tyrus, like other nations, should have left Israel alone, but they had the king help it. And maybe you heard that before. The term that was a term that my grandmother used, a term that my my mother's aunties used, you know, oh, he got the Cain Helpitz. And so they had a remedy for the Cain Helpitz. Uh, you know, they they saw it right up front. And so timeouts. You have the Cain Helpitz, timeout. You have the Cain Helpitz, you could miss out on a treat. You have the Cain Helpitz, it could mean lights out, going to bed early. If you have the cane help it, it could be a few other things. It could be grandfather coming to talk to you about it or dad coming to talk to you about it or, you know, but uh, but it, you, so you don't want the cane help it. Tyrus had the cane help it. They could not help themselves. Instead of them being humble and sitting down, they couldn't help themselves. They had to go against Israel. And that's the least that's you don't want to go against God's people. And so the Bible tell us. In uh, the third verse, it says, Behold, thou art wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that can be hid from thee. Tyrus, you're wiser than Daniel. No one can pull the wool over your eyes. Nope. You're not going. Tyrus was not going to be hoodwinked, bamboozled, tricked, anything. Tyrus, they, they were on top of it. The Lord said, You're wiser than Daniel. No one can hide. They and you should have some sense not to mess with Israel, but with your wisdom, instead of you thinking about the things that you should have been considering, you took your wisdom and your understanding and it got you riches. Okay, not that's not a problem. It it got you some gold, it got you some silver and, and treasures, got you a few, you know, trinkets, got you some things, but you should have been smart enough to make something of yourself, something else. Don't build your success upon the back of others. Yep, you stacked some cheese, you got some crackers, you went big and you made uh, those that are associated with you big too. But don't do that based upon the back of Israel. And they were planning on uh, seeing Israel in the situation that they were in because they disobeyed God that look your borders is down your gates is down there's an opportunity that's existing and we're gonna come at you and we're gonna make something because of your situation they should have been smarter than that by that great wisdom and by thy traffic hast thou increased thy riches and thy heart is lifted up because of thy riches something happened during the process you changed you change. You got dope and you change. You got big and you change. You felt that that you can do it all. You felt that look, look, and even on the lower level, you got, you got your hives, you got your houses, you got your rims, you got your rings, you got all those things, and you got it, but it ain't about all of that hype because you messing up. It's about being humble. You know, I I, I uh, you ever recall your brother or sister, you have children or you have siblings? <laughs> 
they got in trouble and you did everything you you knew they were getting in trouble you knew why they were in trouble and so you ran and did whatever chores you had to do you made a quick work and now because you knew that you the possibility of you being next was high and you went and and all that you could remember to do uh, not to get in trouble you did and then you sat down Mm -hmm. You look very humble and you sat down and you looked as innocent as possible not to get in trouble. Tyrus did not do that. Therefore, thus said the Lord God, because thou hast set thy heart as the heart of God, because you're being all extra. Mm -hmm. They were being all extra. They was doing too much. Saints, sinners should not be doing extra. You should not be extra. Excessive, dramatic behavior, doing the absolute most to, to be seen. Look, you don't, you, God sees you. God sees you. And let me say that again, God sees you. If you're gonna impress anybody, impress God. Don't, uh, we're not, we're not men servants. We're not trying to please men, you know, by trying to look uh, sanctimonious and trying to look holier than thou. No, that's foolishness. What we have to do is live according to God's word and according to and being obedient and uh, and so that we hear the Lord say, well done. Now, the seventh verse and we're not a long teaching tonight, but the seventh verse says, behold, therefore, I will bring strangers upon the Tyrus because of your actions, because of your mindset, because of your behavior. Look where you are. You're causing you're provoked. You've provoked this. You're I'm going to bring strangers upon you. You caused this to happen. The terrible nations. What? Why are the terrible nations are, are going to invade uh, Tyrus? Because you caused it to happen. Look at your mindset. Look at your actions. Look at the things that you have said in your, you know, it's one thing to say it in your heart, but it's another thing when you start taking a forward, uh, when you start committing yourself to doing those things, then you, 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 you're asking for trouble and they asked for trouble. They brought this trouble upon themselves and they shall draw their swords against the beauty of thy wisdom. Look, the Lord gave them a compliment, said you're wiser than Daniel. There's nobody that can fool you. There's nobody that can. But here it is. God said, I'm going to bring a stranger in the terrible nation and they're going to draw their sword against the beauty of thy wisdom and they shall defile thy brightness. Listen, we need to look and learn a lesson. And this is just the beginning of uh, we're into a lesson about Tyrus and what they did. Humility is the highest road. And so we need to be humble. We need to be humble. Tyrus was not humble. And so uh, they, they were celebrating and, you know, and calling themselves, look, I'm, I'm as God. I'm sitting on the seas. You know, um, I'm not just walking on water. I'm sitting on it, you know, and all of these things. And, you know, and I got the gold and I got the strawberry champagne and I'm, I'm going to have it going on. We're going to be celebrating. But God is saying, uh-uh, there's another thing. There's something else that you have to deal with. There's something else that, that because of your actions, we all need to take inventory of our actions tonight. We have to take inventory of our actions and what we're doing. And you know, that's something that this, that we do all the time. It's nothing, it doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. Daniel was always praying. Daniel was reading the word of God and the Bible said that he 
he was reading the book of Jeremiah and he was thinking about, Lord, how did we get in this mess? How did we get in this situation? Here we are in captivity. And why? Why are we in captivity? And why are we dealing with this? And, and what did you have to say about it? So he's reading the book of Jeremiah. And he sees and understands from the scripture how they got into that position. We need to look at others, learn the lesson so that we don't wind up in that position. That's what the scripture was given to us for is so that we can take um, take great observation of what Israel did, the good that they did. We should do that. And the things that got them in trouble, we should look at that and say, uh, I'm not doing that. And we know how to do that. You know, we know how to make the proper observations and in our lives and, and follow after righteousness. Listen, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer and uh, and just and think about it. Think about the goodness of God. Think about where you are right now, you know, and what the Lord is saying about you and your situation. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus. We honor you, Lord, for your mercy. We honor you, Lord God, for your kindness and, and what you have done and what you're going to do. Lord God, and we just want to pray and ask that you remember those, Lord God, that are that are tuned in to this broadcast, Lord God, and those that will hear it later. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you will continue to take us higher in you. Help us, Lord God, as we read your word to understand, as we meditate on your word, Lord God. Lord God, that you said if we meditate on your word day and night, we'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, and our leaf also should not wither. But whatever we do should prosper. Lord God, we're looking to prosper, Lord God, in you. And we're looking to prosper, Lord God, in the natural things as we go to school, as we go to work. Lord God, I pray your blessing upon your people. I pray your blessing, Lord God, upon those that are supporting the ministries. Lord God, and ask that you would uh, uh, remember them, their health. Remember, Lord God, their spirit. Lord God, most of all, their soul. Lord God, for you said all souls are mine. Lord God, and we know that the soul that sins, it shall die. But we also know that the soul that lives according to your word shall live in your word. Lord God, and so we look forward to living in your word, looking forward to living in you. In Jesus name. Amen. Listen, if you have not been baptized in Jesus name for the remission of your sins, I want to encourage you to go to a Bible believing church. Have your sins washed away. We have our sin. We wash our clothes to get the spots out. We use some stain remover and all of that good stuff. You know, we want our garments to look right when we go on places and all that. We know we're going to stand before the king. Don't let it be said, well, you know, I didn't think it was doing it. That was too much to do. It's better to, to do too much and not do enough. We'll talk about that as we go into the word of God about uh, being rapture ready. Mm -hmm. uh, don't ever think you're doing too much. Don't ever think you're doing too much. And so with that being said, uh, listen, I want you to know the songs that was featured, uh, uh, that was featured and uh are respectively the property of the artists and the producers. Uh, you know, please uh, Google and uh, support music ministry as well. You know, you heard uh, Kirk Franklin stomp, you know, that's the old uh, from back in the day. And, you know, then you heard uh, Tone Six, some young teenagers that are, are singing the gospel, uh, Don't Pass Me By, that was by Fred Hammond. 
you know, and, you know, our own Samshas is in the house. Uh, I want to remember her in prayer as Sister Sharice Henderson, as she, you know, ministers in music and, you know, and so this is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, you know, and hope to see you soon. So hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord.